1: I am Sarah-Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday. I hope your week is treating you well. Welcome back to Notes from Therapy, where I share with you things that I'm learning in therapy or elsewhere in my growth journey. And these episodes are really intended to be short and sweet, and sometimes I do that better than others, as we've seen so far this month. Now, I've been in a season of change and growth and honestly indecision. It's been a lot of behind-the-scenes work, and honestly, a lot of it is even just, like, internal. Just waiting to shift and change, kind of, like, one piece at a time. And I feel like I'm always on this path of finding the balance between discipline and freedom. Now, I think this is the plight of the Social Seven. It's, like, how much to restrict ourselves and then rebelling against that restriction and feeling limited by it or at least my special combination of things that's that's what's going on over here inside of me and i think within that i also have clients who i experience as navigating life through the lens of should and with both of these things there's actually some support that i found on a youtube video that i recently watched the channel's name is Nika's Inner Beauty, but she was talking about what your favorite self would do. Now, I've thought a lot before about my higher self, especially when it comes to conflict or if I'm triggered. I ask myself, what would my higher self do in this moment? But I still think that adds some should and shame to the equation, right? Like there's some version of me that's like better. And if I don't act like her, then like I'm failing. And that's less of how I wanna operate with myself, more so I wanna go, who do I wanna be? And so I think the language of my favorite self actually may do exactly what my higher self would do, less from a place of, am I passing or failing? So I'll link to her video in the show notes so you can get the full video from her, but I wanted to share here the things that I really took away from it. So when I thought about my favorite self, it really became clear that it is very much the healthy sides of all the types that I connect to on the Enneagram. The healthy side of seven, which is my dominant type, the healthy side of five, which I go to in rest, the healthy side of one, which we go to in stress. And the healthy side of eight, which is my dominant wing. And then even the healthy side of six, which is my other wing that's a little bit weaker. So <laughs> when we look at it like this, my favorite self has the open and spontaneous, positive, but not from like a toxically positive place, not afraid to try new things or pivot when needed. These elements of seven that when done well are really strong. And then for the healthy side of five, it's when I'm okay with being in my own company and entertaining my own interests. When I seek depth of information and continue to learn over and over and over again on the same topic. So I build a wide breadth of knowledge. The other element here is the healthy side of one, right? Like moderation, discipline, structure, these things that really deeply support my nourishment Also being incredibly ethical and seeking to have impeccable integrity. The healthy side of eight... Being not fearful of conflict or taking action, but also not dependent on those things as a means for stimulation. Like eights can be at average to lower levels of health. Like I need to build some intensity in, but more so, yeah, I can I can manage conflict in a healthy way. I can take action when I need to, but I also know when to rest. The other thing here, right, the healthy side of six is being prepared and loyal, but Not to such a degree that I'm anxious or settling, right? Those like average to lower levels of six where you're kind of feeling anxious about the future and maybe you let people treat you in ways that you don't appreciate because you're loyal to that friendship, even if maybe that friendship has expired. I'm not talking about those things, but for me as a seven, like that balance of being more prepared, thinking things through more, but also being a more loyal partner and friend and family member, So that's kind of how I thought about it. When I think about, ooh, who's my favorite self? It's all of these elements of me that I have access to at the healthiest levels. So with that in mind, I thought it would be nice for us to practice just checking in When making decisions or figuring out how to respond to a unique situation, to check in and ask, what would my favorite version of myself do in this scenario? For me, when I ask that, it's actually incredibly clarifying. It's almost like I immediately know what I would do, what my favorite version of myself would do. There's so much ease in that space. So with that in mind, maybe it would be supportive for you too. So check in with your favorite version of yourself. And you can do that right now if you want. But then also maybe take some time today and look at the high points of the numbers that you connect to on the Enneagram. The numbers that you connect to through your lines and then the wings on either side of you. Kind of read on the healthy descriptions of each of those types and see which parts of those you like the most in yourself. So again, that's your dominant type, the types you move to in stress and rest, and both of the wings on either side of your number. Check in with what the healthy versions of those look like, and does that resemble your favorite version of you? As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. I think we kept this one pretty short and sweet, and I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode. Bye!